missing out on the ploughing could cost Carlo 35 million euro. Article by Michael Tracy. Carlo losing out on the national and world ploughing championships was described as an awful disappointment last week. The event, which was attended by 300,000 people last year in Ballantrain Carlo, will take place in Rathaniska County Leash next year. It's an awful disappointment that it's not on this year, and equally so that it's not coming back next year, said Michael O'Neill of the Carlo Ploughing Association. An awful lot of people would lose out financially. I think the benefit to the community is in the region of 35 million euro. It's hard to believe. Assistant Director of the National Ploughing Association, the NPA, Anna-Marie McHugh, told the Nationalist that a number of factors were behind the decision. Ms McHugh said the World Championships require double the ploughing ground, around 300 acres, and it would prove difficult to secure the necessary land in Carlow. We have lovely land in Carlow, but getting that big site was quite tight. Not impossible, but quite difficult to achieve, said Ms McHugh. Another factor was that Carlo had previously hosted two of the five world championships that have come to Ireland, while Leash has not held one. Ms McHugh said it was absolutely the plan to return to Carlo at some point, adding that there was unfinished business for the ploughing championships and Ballantrain. It ticked all the boxes in relation to the event, she said. Ms McHugh and her mother and NPA Managing Director Anna May McHugh are proud Leash people, and there were suggestions locally that the move away was motivated in bringing the World Ploughing Championships to their home county. Ms McHugh said it was well known that her mother wanted to have the event in Leash. However, she added that the venue was voted on by the Board of the Ploughing Association, which includes county delegates and Anna May. We had many people fighting on different levels, the Tracys pushing hard for Carlo and the same for Kildare and Offaly. There is good banter. Leash could tick all of the boxes and had not hosted the worlds before, said Miss McHugh. Cody Nolan, one of the landowners in Ballantrain, was not surprised by the news. It was never going to stay next year, that was our thoughts anyway. Two years is almost the most they stay in a place. He added that he was looking forward to farming the land once again. It's great to have the ploughing around the area, but at the end of the day you want to be farming and getting the most out of your land, he said. Last year's event was fondly remembered by many who spoke to the Nationalist, several of them highlighting the invaluable national profile that Carlo gained from the sun-kissed 2019 event. Carlo was on the front pages of the national newspapers and on news bulletins, and it gave a great boost to the county. The In Carlo Pavilion, featuring a showcase of the county's enterprise, education and tourism opportunities, was also a huge success in the exhibition grounds. Such was its success that many new businesses and groups had got in touch to exhibit this year, said Carlo County Council Director of Services, Padraig O'Gorman, when plans for the 2020 event were still ongoing. The decision is another blow for Carlo businesses, which were buoyed up by the trade in the run-up to and during the event.
However, Carlo is still set to benefit from the 2021 event. Eileen O'Rourke of Carlo Tourism said Carlo hotels and B&Bs will still be booked out for accommodation. Athai is a bit closer, but Carlo will definitely book out, she predicted. Carlo will miss the opportunity of profiling its location as a great place to visit, but thankfully the accommodation sector will benefit hugely from next year's location. She added, Carlo Town, Lachlan Bridge, Tullo, across the board, they are going to benefit. Work on multi-million IDA facility in Rathnapish to start next year. Article by Michael Tracy. A long-awaited IDA facility that would cater for a multinational company is set to begin construction next year. The IDA has stated that its current plans are to begin construction of a multi-million euro advanced technology building in the first quarter of 2021 at Dublin Road, Rathnapish, Carlow. In a statement, the IDA said the facility will enhance its efforts to secure investment in the southeast. This proposed advanced technology building at Dublin Road, Ratnapish, Carlow, offers a turnkey, high-specification, flexible and sustainable solution for investors seeking to quickly establish and scale their operations and enhances our efforts to win jobs and investment for the southeast region, it said. The development is part of IDA Ireland's regional property programme, which has been used to attract investment to the regions. The IDA received planning permission from Carlow County Council on the 8th of September for the facility. A zoning issue was overcome following county councillors voting for a material contravention of the county development plan. The IDA says that the scheduled date for construction is subject to the conclusion of the planning process. There is a four-week window after a planning decision for objections to be made to onboard Planola. The IDA declined to say whether it had prospective tenants lined up for the facility. GPs will administer flu vaccine at Youth Centre in Carlow. Article by Suzanne Pender. Two local GPs have been given access to Carlow Youth Centre this weekend to begin their vaccination campaign against the influenza virus as early as possible. Dr. Fanula Nihrania of Dalman Medical Practice and Dr. Jerry Moran's practice at 65 Tullow Street will both begin flu vaccination clinics this Saturday, the 26th of September, at the Youth Centre, Green Lane, Carlow. We are very grateful that we have been able to get access to the Youth Centre on Green Lane. This will enable us to safely see large numbers to vaccinate as early in the campaign as possible, yet keep the risk of contracting coronavirus to a minimum, stated Dr Negronje. The vaccine will be offered to our over 70s patients and the vulnerable initially, and as the HSE accesses and sends us on more vaccines, we will expand the number of patients it becomes available to again, according to their risk level, she added. The influenza virus is a nasty virus that can cause significant illness, and like our friend the coronavirus that causes COVID-19, it affects the vulnerable in our society. Because we are in the middle of a coronavirus pandemic, we are very conscious of trying to keep this vulnerable group of people safe. 
while at the same time ensuring vaccination against another respiratory virus with significant complications, she added. No significant COVID-19 outbreak in County Carlow, article by Michael Tracy. The recent pattern of COVID-19 cases in County Carlow shows there has not been a significant localised outbreak. New data reveals that in the first two weeks of September, fewer than five cases of the virus were recorded in each of the county's three local electoral areas, LEA, Carlow, Tullow and Bagnallstown. The snapshot is provided between the 1st and 14th of September when 14 new cases were reported in the county. The exact number of cases in each LEA is unknown, with a range of 0 to 4 cases given. Examining the border areas, 8 cases were reported during that period in the Grey Cullen Port Arlington LEA, which takes in East Leash. 14 cases have been recorded in the New Ross LEA, which runs up the Carlow border. The Athai LEA, which contains Castle Dermot, has reported fewer than five cases in the past fortnight. A combined 18 cases were reported in the two Kilkenny LEAs that border Carlow. This new figure will be updated online every Thursday on the COVID-19 data hub. Health Minister Stephen Donnelly said it would fulfil this very real desire that is out there for transparency around this virus and its impact. Transparency is a key cornerstone of Ireland's response to this pandemic. At this crucial time, it matters more than ever. There had been a downward trend in COVID-19 cases in Carlow in recent weeks, but there was a notable increase in the last seven days with 16 new cases. This coincides with the resumption of testing at the pop-up facility in Tinryland GFC. It has been very busy at the testing centre, with hundreds tested in the past week. And while there are no local figures, the national positive test rate is 2%. Skullvira Lourdes in Tullow also confirmed a case in the school last week. In a message to parents, Principal Marie Cohen said that, as a precaution, the children were asked to self-isolate as a class until further advice was issued by the HSE. The school declined to comment further on Monday, but did say it had received further advice from the HSE. Security men at County Council offices are only there to help the public. Article by Michael Tracy. The presence of security men at Carlow County Council is purely to guide people through the COVID protocols, according to the local authority. During the summer, security staff have been present at council headquarters on the Athai Road as it reopened to the public. Director of Services Michael Rainey said the security was required to ensure people could access council services efficiently and safely. It's purely to guide people through the COVID protocols, filling out the contact register and using the hand sanitizer and appropriately wearing the mask, said Mr Rainey. Security also ensures that there is no overcrowding in the council's reception space. Mr Rainey said the council hoped it would be a temporary measure that will be stood down when we get past this crisis. The security personnel are from a private firm, 
as Mr. Rainey said there were insufficient staff numbers in the council to manage it. The sight of security men at the council building had previously been rare. They had been deployed in the past, mostly during protests over housing in 2017. Asked about the image it sent out, Mr. Rainey said, It's nearly a norm now for security at local authorities. If you go to Leash, you will have security there regardless of Covid. There have been many changes at the council building since it reopened, including booking of appointments at the motor tax office and the planning office. Mr. Rainey said the new measures had been well received. It's been very good. I think the public have been appreciative of trying to maintain services through the crisis as best we can, he said. Is Vera the oldest barmaid in Ireland? Article by Elizabeth Lee Is Vera Lawler the oldest barmaid in the country? The sprightly 93-year-old got back behind the counter of her family pub, Lawler's of Rathvilly, to pull a pint of Guinness for one of her customers recently and proved that she hadn't lost the magic touch. She pulled a perfect pint, her son Arthur told the Nationalist. Vera, who lives in the village of Rathvilly, had popped into the pub last week and spotted one of her valued older customers. She called out to Arthur to put on a pint of the black stuff for him but Arthur quickly replied that she had pulled enough pints in her life to do it herself. Back behind the pumps, Vera used her staggering 76 years of experience as a publican to produce a creamy pint. She hadn't lost it at all. It was a perfect pint, smiled Arthur, who said he took a perfect photo of the occasion. The pub has been in the family for 300 years, and Arthur is the sixth generation of the family to run it. Vera first started working there as a mere slip of a teenager at the age of 16 and was the youngest of six children of Mary Kate and Jim Lawson. When her father died, it was Vera who stepped in and eventually took over the business when she was just 19. Over the decades, she and her husband Christopher served generations of Rathvilly natives until Arthur took over the business in 1984. Vera is still extremely well known and loves to meet people in the pub. Unfortunately, the place was in darkness for months because of the coronavirus restrictions. But about two weeks ago, Arthur, after fully renovating the lounge and bar, opened up again, this time selling food in line with the regulations. I took the opportunity to totally renovate the place because it's not often you get a chance to do something like that in the pub trade, he explained. Since Arthur reopened the pub, the business has been flying, as people in Rathvilly and beyond have the chance to socialise once again. People are happy to be out and about and meeting each other, said Arthur. No more so than Vera, who still enjoys getting out and meeting her customers. And the secret to her longevity? It might have something to do with years of hard work and one or two gin and tonics every night before she retires to bed.